you guys. Welcome back to another episode. It's Kier here. In my Instagram stories this week, I asked my followers what they were struggling with the most right now during this social distancing period when it comes to both nutrition and exercise. I got a bunch of answers, but really they all kind of came back to the same two things, which were feeling like you have no self-control around food and not having the motivation to work out. Now, I know I labeled the title of this podcast as How to Increase Motivation, but here's the cold hard truth. Motivation comes and goes, so we cannot rely on motivation to get us to where we want to be. The most important thing, or the more important thing right now, is to increase discipline. Having discipline is what's going to create those results and the number one way to have discipline is to plan and to have a plan in place, okay? So most people, when I tell them that they need to plan, they're like, okay, I need to, I'm going to eat less and I'm going to work out more. But how fucking vague is that, okay? That could be eating one less chip or doing one more push-up. And we all know that that's not enough to get you anywhere. So planning means getting really specific about what you're doing and what you're going to do and what you're going to eat. And just a friendly reminder here, and I know you know this, if you focus on what you can't do and can't eat, you're going to feel deprived and restricted. So let's flip it. Let's focus on what you can do and what you can eat. And since I'm telling you to plan specifics and get specific, I'm going to dive into the specifics of my fun-sized formula, which breaks down into fitness, nutrition, and mindset. And since I've worked from home for about two years now, or a little over two years, I pretty much feel like an expert at this topic. So let's dive into the episode. So starting with fitness, let's throw the whole motivation thing out the window. What you really need is a specific plan in place of exactly what you're going to do and exactly when you're going to do it. What works best for me and majority of my clients is working out first thing in the morning before my brain is even awake enough to make up any sort of excuses to stop me from exercising. And now that I'm not going to the gym, I'm also finding it pretty hard to get into the right mindset of getting it done because I get distracted by my dog or my boyfriend or the dishwasher beeping or God knows what else. And I don't have the dumbbells and the, um, I don't have the barbells and the machines and the things that I really love to use. So that automatically kind of puts that motivation down, right? And I think what often happens is that we get disappointed in ourselves and dread those home workouts because it's like, well, I don't have those things and I won't be able to get as good of a sweat-breaking workout in without that heavy resistance. So I have to do everything high intensity and that's going to make me tired and I just don't want to. And that's where you find yourself saying, ugh, I have no motivation to do it. But here's the thing. We're not in the gym. So let's stop assuming that we have to keep that level of intensity up. With a different environment comes a different opportunity. So for me, I've decided that instead of trying to build muscle and lose all the body fat right now, that my goal is to increase my mobility and my movement patterns and my flexibility so that when I do return to the gym, 
I'll be feeling my best and not like an aching old lady. In a weird kind of way, I think that this whole quarantine is a little bit of a blessing in disguise for me, at least, because I think my body honestly needed a break from the heavy lifting again. So your home workouts can be low intensity and low impact. They don't have to be balls to the wall, crazy, sweating, like mad. But like most of you, I don't want to gain any weight during this period either. So what's important is that I have more bouts of exercise when the intensity is lower. So this is called frequency. Frequency is more important when intensity and tension is low. But if intensity and tension is high, then you don't need nearly as much frequency. So that's why it's not advised to work out more than once a day if you're going to the gym and lifting heavy weights. But since you're not getting the same tension and intensity as if you were going to the gym, let's focus on frequency of the low impact things. So frequency is going to be your key and there is so many different ways you can use it. So like I said, I'm so used to working out in the morning, so I'm continuing to do that, but I'm also adding in a second and sometimes even a third session of exercise per day, but I'm barely breaking a sweat during these sessions, okay? It could be as simple as a 15-minute session of foam rolling and stretching or three rounds of an ab circuit or whatever it is. You can even do two exercises for five sets every two hours throughout the day and do like four or five sessions. There's so many different theories and different ways to incorporate frequency and you can probably find a bunch if you do a quick Google search. All you have to do is find the one that works best for you. And that might take a little experimenting. Another thing you can do is say, like, every time you walk past a certain thing in your house, I'm going to do 20 squats. For me, every time I walk past my pull-up bar, which is just like an attachment on my door, I'm making a promise to just do one pull-up. That's it. The, the great thing about that is that I don't even have to change my outfit for that. And speaking of outfits, I think this is really important to say, I know that it's nice to be all comfy when you're working from home, but sometimes just putting on nice clothes and fixing your makeup just a touch, it doesn't have to be dramatic, just maybe like a little bit of mascara, that can actually help spark some of that motivation that you're looking for. There are plenty of days where I stay in my pajamas basically all day. But I always feel so much more productive when I actually get dressed. Anyway, when it comes to planning these workouts, don't just say, I'm going to exercise three times a day. Because what the fuck does that even mean? Really? Let's get specific here. Get into the habit of writing everything out from the exact exercise to the exact number of sets and reps and resistance if you have that available to you. The more specific, the less likely you are to deviate or just not do it to begin with. So write it out. Write everything out. Write out your schedule for at least the next three days. Do your best to stick to it for three days. Three days. That's it. And then let me know how it goes. I'm serious. I want you to DM me, message me, let me know what happened and what you learned about yourself. I found that planning to break my day into chunks and separating them with exercise has been the most helpful thing in the world. 
to meet my fitness goals and to also keep my productivity levels pretty high. And I just have to pause for a minute and laugh because when I first started working from home, I would constantly get up and go on walks to keep my activity levels up because I found that if I didn't walk, I would be getting less than 3,000 steps per day, which we all know is awful, right? 3,000 steps, like that's nothing. I could do that in a 20-minute run. But throughout the entire day, like if I wasn't getting up and moving, I wasn't going to get those steps in. Um, And I mean, compared to when I was working at the gym, I was getting like 14,000 steps in per day just being at work and moving around. And so I'm sure most of you are experiencing this right now too. We can become very sedentary when we're confined to one area. So that's why I'm a huge advocate for breaking up your day and going on periodic walks. I usually go on like two to four walks per day, okay? And people would always say like, I feel like you're always walking. Do you even work? And what I find is that I'm actually more creative when I'm on my walks. Like my walks are where all my ideas come from. I listen to podcasts, I listen to music, and I'm just outside, you know, feeling all the feels and like... I got wind in my hair, like all these things, right? Like you're outside, there's so much freedom of just being outside. So that's where my mind kind of starts to just wander outside of the box. And that's where I am most creative. So they not only help me, like my walks not only help me to stay active, increase my steps, but it also just allows me to de-stress and think about other things than what's right in front of me. So I really, really encourage you guys to make a step goal for yourself throughout this time. It might be less than what you're currently doing and that's okay. But as long as you have some sort of goal that's a little bit challenging for yourself and you aim to hit it each day, that's going to help you stay more active throughout the day rather than just like hoping that you one day gain the motivation to go do it. Make a goal, set a goal for yourself and reach it each day. Okay, so now let's dive into the nutrition piece. Most of you told me that you feel like you've had no self-control when it comes to food, you're mindlessly eating, and you feel like you're just eating because it's there. I call this bored hungry and stress eating. But listen, girl, the number one way you're going to avoid the, oh shit, I just ate half the bag without even thinking thing, is if you plan out your meals in advance. The whole mindless snacking thing happens to me every time I don't have my meals planned out, which has actually happened a lot lately, Um, which is weird because I'm so used to being at home and having everything planned anyway, but the lack of variety of food and having my boyfriend home, honestly, because he's working from home now, is very different. It's throwing me off schedule. We're on different food schedules and I'm constantly seeing him eating or snacking. So I feel like I want to snack. And then even though I just ate, like it just, my whole timing thing is off. And because we don't have the ability to buy as much variety of food as we used to, because the grocery stores are rationing everything, we started deciding dinner on the fly. Like it would be like three o'clock and be like, Oh, like, what do you want to have for dinner? And it threw my whole planning thing out of alignment. Whereas before in the past, we were kind of planning it out in advance and it was very easy to do. 
But so, um, I told him last night, actually, I was like, enough is enough. I can't live like this because it's not conducive to my goals. So we agreed that our dinner, um, was going to be planned for the next several days so that it's, it's there and like, we don't have to worry about it. And we just do as we said we were going to do. So be assertive and put your foot down and tell your partner what it is that you need to do for yourself. And just like that, because our dinners are now planned for the week, it's so much easier for me to plan the rest of my day so that I meet my macros. And then all of a sudden, I magically lose that compulsion to check the cabinets for something else to eat throughout the day. So I'm a huge advocate for macros and it's a major piece of my one-on-one coaching program because counting macros helps you build balanced meals throughout the day and when your meals are balanced, you're more likely to feel full and satisfied instead of having cravings. But don't just take it from me, okay? Here's a quick little testimonial from one of my clients and she said this, Yes, this method is 100% effective. I even bought healthier snacks and haven't even had any since last week. Even though I have eaten out and ordered in a few times, I found my snacking decreased and didn't even realize I haven't been snacking until your post just now. So if you're curious about macros, now is probably the best time you can learn because you have a little bit more downtime because you're not commuting as much or getting together with people for special occasions that would throw you off track. But regardless of if you're tracking or not, I have a free guide for you to plan out your meals. So go to funsizedformula.com slash meal guide to get a free PDF download so that you can learn how to build your meals and space them out throughout the day so that you stop mindlessly snacking on the not so healthy foods that you swear to yourself you wouldn't eat throughout the day. Now I know that sometimes it just happens. Sometimes we just feel cravings or the need to snack. And it's usually because we're bored hungry or we're stress eating. And these uncertain times are super stressful. You might not feel directly affected by the coronavirus right now because you're not sick. But these situations, like the economy is going to crash, like everything is just, we're all going to be impacted whether we think it or not. So you might feel like you're okay because you're home and you're comfy, but this pandemic thing has us all on edge and all stressed out. And like I've said in my previous podcast and my post, you'll never be able to reach your health and fitness goals unless you manage your stress. So I want to talk about a few things you can do to alleviate some of that stress right now. That way, you know, you just feel better. So first, next time you feel like you really need to snack, you have a craving, you just feel like hungry, bored hungry, try to divert your attention. You can do so many different things, okay? So you can call a friend. Um, This is a really, really good idea right now because humans thrive on connection. And because we're all so isolated right now, it's probably going to wreak havoc on our health in the long run. Um, So call friends and family, do FaceTime, do video chats. I think that visual is so important. Um, I've been using Zoom with my friends so we can do like big group calls. But I also heard that House Party is a really great app too. And you can always go for a walk or a hike to get those steps in, of course, and boost creativity and mental clarity. I mean, just being outside is such a good mood booster in general. So 
Another thing you can do is pick up an old hobby or a new hobby. I've been reading so many great books lately and I just ordered an entire acrylic paint set and canvases and I'm really excited to dedicate some more time um, to painting again because I haven't done that in so long and if you guys have been following me for long enough you know that my major in college was art education so painting was my uh, medium of choice and I'm excited to pick up a paintbrush again. Um, but the worst thing you can do during this time, I think, is scroll social media constantly because you'll likely be bombarded with news and notification and negativity that's only going to stress your brain out even further. And I know there are some really positive things on social media. I'm trying to post as much positive things as humanly possible, but really try to limit your time spent on social media. I know it's easier said than done. It's really hard for me to do that as an online business owner, but I'm making it a priority to put my phone down at 6 p.m. and not touch it again till 6 a.m. when my alarm goes off. And also, I'm a huge fan of supplementing with magnesium. I talk all about this in episode 13, so if you're curious about the whole stress thing, go check out episode 13. And even like chamomile tea and CBD oil can be really helpful during these times. So to wrap it all up here, the best way to increase motivation to be active and healthy at home is to really increase discipline. And the best way to do that is by planning out all of the specifics. My fun size formula for women under 5'3 outlines everything I just discussed here in further details and shows you how to plan for yourself. It's a month-long program and will give you something to do during this quarantine that will actually benefit you for pretty much the rest of your life. So go to funsizeformula.com course and use the coupon code COVID, C-O-V-I-D, for a very, very special discount. And you can get the entire course, the four modules, 19 videos, 8 PDF downloads, community of other people petite women and support from yours truly. If you're still unsure, you can go get a free trial of it. Just go to funsizeformula.com course and scroll all the way down to the bottom and click on the videos that say preview. If you're at a point where you're just too overwhelmed and too stressed out to plan anything for yourself, that is where my one-on-one coaching program comes in. I create workouts for you to follow so that you don't even have to think about the equipment that you have or what you can do with that and all of that. And I give you specific macros to hit each day so that you don't have to wonder if you're eating enough or eating too much. And I'm there to support you throughout this entire social distancing period and beyond. And as a special offer, anyone who signs up for my one-on-one coaching program during this pandemic will receive a fifth month of coaching completely free. So if you're interested in my program and ready to apply, go to funsizeformula.com slash apply or message me on Instagram at funsized.nutrition for more information. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you learned a bunch and can start implementing these planning techniques into your routine so that you can make the very best of these unfortunate times. (music) 